Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Look, real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can fill it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beach balls of life, giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Shit, know what we said, dawn. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use, the culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah, revolving the art, the shock, oh, with it, keeping the beats on the block, don't miss it. Welcome to the city, stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paint better. The fix is in, and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they seek, so tell me whose face do they seek? Welcome back, family. Welcome back, family. You tap back into the fix right here on Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM Channel 154. It's your boy DJ Focus checking in. And it's your girl Dice Gamble checking in. What's going on, y'all? Wake up, wake up. Monday morning, okay? Wake up early into morning. We appreciate y'all starting your week with us, okay? I pray uh, you guys are, you know, having you some uh, some good time for a second, uh, you know, some prayer time. Make sure you talk to your Lord and Savior this morning. Get, yeah. your, get your ride going. But as you're getting dressed and or if you're already riding into work, we appreciate y'all waking up with us and riding on in this mountain early into mountain with us. Uh, oh, it's going to be another off the hook show again today, Dice. I don't know. You know, I'll be wanting to slow down a little bit, but Dice is, you know, everything in our spirit just be like, you know what? Just Say, turn up. All the way. Just turn up all the all way. way. Wake them up all the way, huh? <laughs> all the way. You know, we all we we all we all wanted to talk last week about um, uh, Transformation Church and Pastor Mike Todd's Easter performance, but um, we couldn't find footage of the whole um, Easter performance. But listen, dice. You know, listen, that's why they call digging it a dicer. Christ. She yeah. digged in the crates, digging yeah. the crates, and we finally found footage <laughs> over the weekend. So that's yeah. why we can come today. Yeah. Um, we know it's a week old, but we, we're coming today to give our thoughts, uh, opinions on Transformations Church. Uh, let's be very clear. First off, I want to give them their props, uh, whether this is his in-house uh, mm-hmm. performance team or whether, you know, they pay for these service. This team was phenomenal. Like, to your point, Dice, the singing um, when you talk about all, listen, I I, I, I am not a graphic guy and I'm not cinematic, but it put me in that cinematic phase where they transition back and forth from the king on the throne and 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 that whole scene to mm-hmm. going back to the singing and mm-hmm. just the whole production itself. Let's be very mm-hmm. clear. Top of the line. Like I, if you don't think it was, I, I mean, I'm, I'm praying for you because I would say it's a little hate in the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be able to put on a performance uh, 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 like this, production-wise. Like, yes, I would. I would. I would love to do that. So let's get to the meat, meat and potatoes, dice. Everybody said, "Well, I'm, I'm not gonna say everybody." There were a lot of comments from radio hosts, um, from you know, just different uh, athletes. I, I've mm-hmm. seen entertain. Everybody had a thoughts and opinions, 
And a lot were even comparing this performance mm. to what we saw at the Grammys this year. Mm. And okay, I, first I was like, all right, you know, all the clips that I saw last week, it was not the full from the beginning to the end. It was only the clips of when they were trying to paint this picture of, of course, Satan being cast out of heaven, mm-hmm. then coming on earth and turning up and getting more people to pretty much, you know, be enticed by sin and, and just sinful behavior. You know, when you listen to the performance, a lot of the rap lyrics, it talked about sinful behavior. Let's be very clear. So, yeah, I thought that was a good way to show it because, yeah, when you caught up in sin, you do do that stuff. So, like, yeah, when I was chasing money in the streets, I was chasing the bag. Yeah. I was trying to be a millionaire. Let's be yeah. very clear. So, yeah. like, if if I hear a couple of bars in a presentation that's supposed to give me both sides, good and evil, mm. I can live with it, Dice. I promise you. I'm a, like, yeah, that's, that's true. Like, why wouldn't I want to not hear that and see that? So, you know. That's that's my thoughts on the clip, but I was grateful. Thank you for giving me the whole video because I enjoyed the from the beginning to the end. So I pray for everybody. Uh, uh, Listen, we're going to put it out. I'm going to make sure I tweet it today. Mm -hmm. Um, If you haven't seen the full video, watch the full video. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm saying if if you still feel the same way you felt, you Mm -hmm. you are totally entitled. But I thought it was a good production. I'm be honest with you. It was great. Oh my goodness, the work that it took. Like it that's why I'm like it's unfortunate that people will always find and look for the negative when people do great things. But I think that's a sign of greatness when you have made people uncomfortable, when you have done something that they only wish they could have done. They ha- they only have a choice. Either they're going to love it or they're going to hate it. And unfortunately, folks as we see people a lot of people chose the hate the hate route which is sad because i was sitting here watching it like these people they practice they put on outfits they they had to memorize steps and locations exit stage left stage right where's the microphone you know like where's the camera like where and they and they did it all to glorify god and i think that churches have to fast forward into the future and that's where mike todd and transformation church is they're in the future and everybody's going to have to catch up and nobody's going to bow to uh, these traditional church rules anymore. When it comes to saving souls, it's by any means necessary. And uh, we're going to take it by force. You know what I'm saying? So the same way that people's souls are getting snatched by the enemy with all this uh, production and stuff like that. This church used all of that type of production to snatch souls back for the kingdom. And I'm quite proud of that. So I'm disappointed, folks, kind of how you said, like, man, where's the clips of the uh, the heaven scene? Where's the clips of the happy parts? Where's the clips of the, you know, like the uh, slaying of the dragon? Like, where are those clips at? Because they exist. Like we, like, we were able to watch. So it's like, why would everybody just take that one clip of these three girls and you know whatever they was doing like and that's it that's how y'all go that's how y'all saw the whole production like they had a whole uh crucifixion like they had everything so it's disappointing that we're stuck as the church stuck as christians stuck like these people just chopped up this man's easter service for content for their little stupid platforms and it's unfortunate because it doesn't glorify god like yeah. it does not glorify God. If anything, y'all should have gave them props. Y'all should have sent them emails. You should have wrote letters to the church. You should have said, you, his inbox should be flooded with bruh. 
Only God can put all that together and get all those people on time and make sure that the whole building didn't go down in flames because y'all had the pyrotechnics going. <laughs> like right. only, only God could could have pr- protected you and really had. I mean, the singers were killing the songs, so that's why I'm like. <clears throat> It's unfortunate. It's sad. I pray that we can get past it. But I'll be honest with you. Uh, if I read my Bible correctly, focus, it says that this is this is what it's going to be all the way out. Like this, this is a season where those who serve God and those who don't, it's going to be clearly revealed on what side they're on. Mama be against daughter, father against son, because it, there has to be a line drawn in the sand of yeah. Either we're going to win these souls or we not. And either y'all Christians going to keep hating on your Christianity, brother, your Christian brothers and sisters, or you're not. And so, um, you know, I encourage all the negative uh, people who keep showing up on your timeline. I encourage you to stop following them. Yeah, cool. I agree. And, and let's be very clear. Uh, we have been vocal in the past. Absolutely. Uh, when we talk about uh, Pastor Mike, um, forgive me, uh, Pastor Todd, Mike mm-hmm. Todd. Yes, Pastor Mike Todd. Yeah. Um, we haven't been supportive of every single thing he does. We know he does do some things. Like you said, he's a little radical. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, yeah, listen, I didn't agree with the whole spitting uh, on his family members' eyes. That mm-hmm. illustration when he did that, mm-hmm. let's be very clear. Just mm-hmm. because I think it's nasty. That just mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's nothing really. I ain't going to over, like, give you mm-hmm. Bible. No, no. I just think it's nasty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, and I got a brother. I got a sister. No, they mm-hmm. can't spit in my eyes, spit mm-hmm. on me, and I'm going to just mm-hmm. look at them and be cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, once again, we, we keep it both ways. Let's mm-hmm. be very clear mm-hmm. here on The Fix. But, I, uh, yeah. I, I'm, so, glad you brought, I'm glad you brought that up, Focus. Um, I think, and I I think sometimes we need a, a reality check because people really spit on Christ. The whole, no, they, the, they the did. Whole they did. No, I'm with you on that. And I get why he did it, yeah, but, yeah. but no, like, I, I don't think we have to show yeah. that. No, no, I don't I don't think we have to show that. But right. here's the deal. That was a reality. Like, and that was by strangers. So here's I'm gonna be honest with you. I'd rather my sister spit on me than somebody I don't know. Cause I at least know we made it the same DNA. You know, so I'm like, it there is a level of deeper thought there. Like, I'm not saying it was right. I probably wouldn't have reenacted it. But if I had to reenact it, it would definitely have to be somebody, somebody that I'm kin to. It could not be no stranger just hawking, uh, spitting on me. So, oh, yeah. um, no, nah, no. Nah, and, and maybe that's just how my brain think. Yeah. It, it, it could be family, friends. Yeah. It could be a total stranger. Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You could, I'd rather you cuss me out. Now you, you, <laughs> you spit on me. Man, y'all but, pray for me. I pray don't I mean, nobody I mean, catch me on camera. They be like, focus. Why are you up there beating that person up at Walmart? That joke could spit on me. Lord, I, I pray that. for me. That's a different level of trust, though. I mean, we got scripture that backs up. You know, Jesus was spitting in dirt and making people put it on their face. Now, you, yeah. had, to have, you had to have a and level And that was the illustration. That, that was yes. the illustration that he did. Yes. 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 So there's yeah. a level of trust there that is not normal that, that you're going to have to have a different level of trust but um, now he's been out of the box and he's trust me you and I both know especially when you do ministry sometimes you don't get it right sometimes you do not get it right you're like you got these ideas and later on you're like eh, that might not have been such a great idea but I will say this Easter ransom it was a brilliant idea and they did a great job so shout out to you Pastor Mike you and your wife y'all kept that Listen, let's get into this fun pack show. Uh, we got a lot going on today, uh, so we're going to get right to it. We have an ex- 
uh, a spiritual detox featuring uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Kelly Cole, mm-hmm. the follow up Aaron Cole. Uh, come on. He, he has a, a book that he's pushing, raising Aaron Cole right now. Pre-orders right. are up all the way up right now. So we're going to get him on the line to talk about uh, mm-hmm. the inspiration for not only making the book, but why? Why why, mm-hmm. why now? Why mm-hmm. write this book now? Listen, we also, listen, Dice going to take us in this real talk conversation. I promise you, she going to educate me because <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know nothing about no gaslighting. Real talk <laughs> conversation today. We're talking about gaslighting. So, yeah. You already know, tweet somebody because it's about to be off the chain. Dice going to take us to church, okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course, you know, our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. So let's get to it. Yep, we got music on the way from uh, 1K Few. Yep, we're going to wake y'all up this morning with some Hovey and Forrest Frank. Uh, Yep, little Erica Campbell and uh, Jordan Armstrong. But right now, yeah, let's go ahead. Let's uh let's turn it up. Uh, I still feel like we on the weekend, so I'm gonna uh, turn it up with Brandon P and Mission like the weekend. Keep it locked. You tuned into the fix, and the fix is in. Culture, progress, music, good for the culture, culture, empowering conversations. Holy Culture Radio. Yes, sir. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. And it's time for our spiritual detox. And uh, we in for a treat today, Dice. Um, we yeah. get the opportunity to sit down. Listen, we're we going to give him his roses. He won the legends in the game, you know. Yeah. Um, he's been doing some powerful things, of course. You know, everybody knows, you know, him for doing an amazing job. Let's be very clear. Uh, raising uh, one of the legends in CHH now. Yeah, he's been around long enough now. You know, if you you do 10 years in CHH, you you considered a legend. So right. uh, we, we're definitely excited to uh, welcome in, listen, a two-time uh, best-selling author, um, and he does so many other dope things. Uh, Mr. Kelly Cole, what's going on, sir? Man, I'm great. Thank y'all so much for having me. Thank oh, you. Oh, man, stop it. Yeah, yeah right. you know you always welcome to come through and kick it with us, man. Sure, stop playing. Sure. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. But I, I mean, I'm one of those people who appreciate the love. Like, I don't take anything for granted. So I appreciate y'all time. appreciate y'all having me on. You, you know what? Do, do you feel like uh, there's not enough love shown amongst the body sometimes? Because um, it's funny you say that, you know, just say, you know, absolutely. I, I get what you're saying, you know, just being humble and saying thank you. But do you think that there is a lack of sometimes where we show this, uh, you know, uh, love to each other for uh, our various platforms sometimes? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, 100 mm-hmm. percent. Like you said, I, I man, I hate to start the conversation like this, but I don't feel like <laughs> okay. I don't feel like Aaron gets the respect he deserves for what he's done for the culture of Christian hip hop. Like his name gets left off a lot of lists. He don't get recognized on a lot of things. So, I mean, when you look at his catalog, you look at, you know, his bars, his singing. Mm-hmm. I mean, Aaron mm-hmm. is in contemporary Christian music. He's in gospel mm-hmm. and he's in Christian mm-hmm. hip hop. No other artist can do all three at a high level. Like a lot mm-hmm. of them try to do it, but I'll put mm-hmm. Aaron up against anybody with bars. I'll put him mm-hmm. up against anybody with his pen and I'll put mm-hmm. him up against anybody with his singing and nobody. He don't get that respect, but they respect it. They'll respect it sooner or later. Wow. Yeah. Listen, I like that he just came out the gate with all the smoke because I agree. And um, I, I, it's so funny, focus because I'm just now sitting here. I've heard Aaron's music on the radio since I've been here in Chicago. And I was like, I, I tell folks all the time, I'm like, man, I'm hearing people's music on a regular radio. You know, and Aaron is one of those crossover artists. And I've heard him on, to your point, uh, Kelly, all the way from a pop-ish song to a gospel-ish song to, mm-hmm. and he can do 
He's like he's like Dietrich Haddon, you know, like but for CHH, like I can do anything. I'm gonna do anything, you know. I can do anything from production, writing, singing, rapping, and all that. And I think, and this is gonna be hard probably for some people to hear. Sometimes you just can't care because he's gonna be in a different category. So even the people who don't give him the love, it's eventually not even gonna matter because he's gonna be at the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? So so then it's going to be like, oh, oh, that's Aaron. You know what I'm saying? And then it's, you know, hey, it's too late. Yeah, I'm, I'm busy. You know what I'm saying? I am busy. And he 100%. is definitely one of those artists. And I can't think of very, very many, um, now that I'm sitting here and you just said that, who who have that well-rounded career with like the well-rounded grooming. So obviously you had something to do with that. <laughs> And we know, we know, that, yeah, right. We know, we know. I mean, here's the deal: you got to have um, some mentorship. So, we know he didn't just do that on his own. So, for me, it's like, was this an intentional type of grooming, or did he just exhibit all of these different qualities? Where you're like, man, this this kid can do anything. You know, like, was he, has he always been that way, or what? No. So, I mean, like I said, I can't take any credit. It was God. Like he started mm -hmm. off as a rapper, as a Christian mm -hmm. rapper. He's never done any type of other type of rap. Just well, back then it was called gospel rap. So he started right. off as yeah. a gospel rapper. And um, right around seven or eight, he started singing like his grandma just put him in the choir and said, hey, lead this song. And he <laughs> led, he led um, Byron Cage. What's this song? Uh, I will bless the Lord. Oh, and I was like, wow, he could sing. Then he sung Nobody Greater. And then I was like, OK, he could do it all. So it was, it was a God thing. Mm. And, you know, everybody in the family sings like even my cousin, who's a bishop, he says, listen, Aaron, you're going to need to he's tell Aaron all this all the time. Like, look, you got to quit all that rapping. We singers around here. And Aaron was like, I'm going to do it all. He's <laughs> like, I'm going to do, do it all. all. And he's and he's doing it all like at a high level, though. That's what I'm saying. And it's not gimmicky. You know, some people right. I've seen try to chase get into CCM or Chase getting into gospel um, mm -hmm. because they want a bigger platform. But no, Aaron legit can do it all at a high level and it's never a gimmick. Mm. But how big is this catalog now? Oh, <laughs> y'all heard? Yeah, Look, I'm going to tell you a story. I talk about this, I talk about this in the book. Aaron came home when he was in seventh grade and he told me like, dad, this is what I want to do with my life. And I said, if you're serious, I got you. And he went to Mr. Kelly Cole boot camp and Mr. Kelly Cole boot camp consisted of you come home, you do your chores. You have to run the hill and perform your 30 minute set. Then you have to stand at the top of the hill, perform your 30 minute set. And then you got to write me a song. So from the age of what's that? How old are you when you in um, seventh grade, 12, 13, Aaron has wrote me a song per day. Mm. You do the math. Wow. Mm. So, so. When you think about that and when he's in the studio with certain people, Aaron can write songs literally because he's had the repetition and I always looked at it as like basketball. Like, yo, if you go into the league, you was going to have to shoot me, not shoot me 100 jump shots or shoot me 100 free throws. You want to have to make 100 before you left. And that's right. the mindset I instilled in him. So he had to write me a song a day. So he has so many songs that's unreleased. Mm -hmm. Like every time somebody asks me, like, yo, what's your favorite Aaron song? It's a song you'll never hear because it won't never be released. Mm -hmm. Wow. Me song. I'm coming out. Like, listen, wait, 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 wait. Let's talk about that for a minute. <laughs> like, why we, said, wait a minute. Why, why, why we ain't releasing them? Wait a minute. Why we ain't releasing them? I mean, it's just it's just so many. It's just so many. And he just gets better and better. And, you know, as an artist, sometimes when they're painting a picture, 
they don't like the picture. Mm. Someone seeing it hang on the wall can admire the art. And so, mm. you know, God forbid one day something happened to him, I can release all them joints. But Aaron has so many, mm-hmm. so much music, he'll never get to release. When we came over to Goatee, he had a hundred songs in the vault. Wow. So you, you do the math. And only wow. one made the cut on his first project. Really? Wow. <laughs> so how that's how that? much that's how much music that he has. And, and it's crazy. He consistently he works every single day. Like to this day, he but now it's not one song a day. He's doing two, three songs a day. Hmm. That's dope. Why why now? Why 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 write the book now? Raising Aaron Cole now. Why why now? Great question. Mm-hmm. Great question. I lost my mom right at the end of um, Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving weekend of um, 2022. I lost Our my condolences mom. go to you. Appreciate mm-hmm. it, man. And I said, and she passed before releasing her book. Like we had been working on it for years and she was supposed to release a cookbook. And I kept telling her, like, mom, you need to get the book done. You need to get the book done. So I've had this idea to write this book over four or five years. And at the top of 2023, I was like, I'm getting everything out of me because, you you know, mm-hmm. no time is promised. Like tomorrow's not promised. So why not now? You know what I'm saying? Why not now? Mm-hmm. And when he gets his Grammy, I can guess what? I can do a revised edition or I can do a part two, mm-hmm. you know, but this one is, is ready to go. So we have to get it done. How special is this for you? How special is this for you to be able to share like the whole journey like and, and we know he's going to continue to add to it to your point like you say when he gets a grammy but listen just from uh he started at four or five years old to where he is now how special was this for you to be able to bring everybody into you guys world yeah man very special because most of the time people see what they see they see him rocking mm-hmm. the crowd they see him performing at the festivals they see him at the stellars they see him at the doves and mm-hmm. don't know everything we had to go through in order to get there. You know, mm-hmm. there was a, um, right before Aaron had his first, you know, big single, which was right on time. I, in my prayer time, the Lord showed me, he's like, yo, I'm about to take Aaron's career to the next level. Mm-hmm. I tell him this. <laughs> and then next thing I know, he's got a girlfriend. Oh, Wait, but listen, it immediately, no, listen, I wouldn't have had a problem with it if it wasn't for what the Lord showed me. It immediately didn't agree with my spirit. And I was mm-hmm. like, Lord, what is this? He said, she was sent to destroy him. Point blank period. And I went to tell him he did not hear me. She literally almost destroyed him. And it almost ended our working relationship. So I'm not going to give it all to you. You got to read that in the book, but things like that. Yes. In the book, it's things like that, that people wouldn't know. Like it got to a point where I was like, listen, you can play with your life, but you can't play with mine. Either you let um, this girl go or, or I'm I'm out. I'm going to always be your father. I'm going to be supporting you, whatever, but I will not be supporting this, but go ahead. Yeah, no, I didn't mean to interrupt you. And I have a question because this is how I, I hate to say that's how I roll through my life, but it's it's abnormal to the average believer when you line draw like that. So what happens to you or what experience did you have in life where you you're like, listen, I know if I pray and God says, whoop, 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 that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, what? how did you? Yeah. How did you get that type of strength or faith? Because it's not regular even as just a, a you know a, a basic christian you know people don't just typically like mm, yep no yeah mm-hmm. i just 
you know, God speaks to me so clearly that it's hard to ignore his voice. And I could say, I'll, I'll give you this example to answer your question. I think this will help answer your question. I literally, um, I used to work two jobs to support my family. I used to work at Walmart during the day, blockbuster at night, like just killing myself, just trying to find my passion. And um, I came home one night at the end of my rope. I said, yo, I can't do this no more. And I watched the movie Pursuit of Happiness. Have you ever seen Pursuit of Happiness? Yeah, absolutely. So by the end of Pursuit of Happiness, I'm crying out to God. I said, God, I'm supposed to be your child. Like if I end up sleeping in a bathroom with my family, when I go to work on Monday, I'm quitting my job. I go to work on Monday. I get called immediately called to the office and they say, hey, <laughs> um, I get scared because I'm thinking they finna fire me. It's one thing to quit. It's another to get mm -hmm. fired. Right. <laughs> so they tell me they want to send me to Arkansas for a week to a shareholders meeting. So I was like, all right, cool. This is give me some time to put my plan together. I walk into the Arkansas Razorback Stadium and guess who's walking toward me? Chris Gardner, the guy Will Smith played in Pursuit of Happiness. It was like God reached inside of me and confirmed that it was time. I was so ready to quit when I came back. And God told me, no, you can't leave until July 15th. And I was like, God, like, mm -hmm. come on. You didn't already confirm this thing. Like, I'm ready mm -hmm. to go. I turned on TBN. I'll never forget it. Bishop, Bishop Bloomer's preaching. He said, whatever the thing is you believe in God for, that thing is done. He said, the angels are in your living room right now doing that thing. He said, whatever you believe in God for is done. He said, I don't care if it's July 15th, that thing is done. Mm -hmm. And I've never in my life from that day forth, when God told me something, that's what it was. That's what it was. So to answer your question, it was moments like that where God reached mm -hmm. inside of me and confirmed mm -hmm. things. So I knew that it was time. That's Listen. Good. Very good. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tuned into The Fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. We have to go to a quick break. We're coming right back. Don't touch that dial. We'll have more Mr. Kelly Cole. Keep it locked. You tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back to The Fix right here on Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM Channel 154. Listen, we still have, uh, listen, uh, you know, author, super talented, just, you know, individual, Mr. Kelly Cole on the line. Um, he's talking about, uh, you know, raising Aaron Cole, the book that's, uh, getting ready to release real soon. Um, you know, you were, you were just talking about, you know, just hearing from God, uh, Kelly, um, mm -hmm. and understanding, um, what that looks like. Um, why do you think so many people don't understand spiritual warfare? Cause I would argue that mm -hmm. was the spirit ram that was really talking to you that maybe Aaron at the time couldn't see because he was caught up in his flesh. Let's be very clear. We talk about the Holy Spirit and flesh all the time on here and that waging war. You know, yeah. why do you think so many people uh, don't want to submit to that revelation when the Holy Spirit tells them something? <laughs> A lot of times that flesh is stronger. You know, we want to please our flesh. Like, that's how you know it's, it's the Holy Spirit telling you to do something. It goes against your flesh. <laughs> it, I mean, it, it's that simple. And I want to go deeper. I don't want to give all the way that story about this young lady. It was one time she walked past me in the church. And I got so angry. Like she just walked past me and I got furious. And I immediately went to the altar. And I was like, God, this young lady hasn't done anything to me. Why am I so mad at this young lady? He said, you're not wrestling against flesh and blood. You're wrestling against yeah. the spirit. He said, you're yeah. mad and you're angry at that spirit that's trying to destroy your son. I see. That's good. Yeah. That's good. It's funny, it's funny, you, it's, it's, 
It is because it is good. You, it's funny you say that because uh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I ain't gonna say it. I'm, I'm listen. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be <laughs> quiet. Say it, be quiet. <laughs> no, I ain't gonna say it, dice. Go ahead, go ahead. I know you got something. No, no, because you know what? You know what? Um, I, I think so. I am gonna say it. Yeah, here he is. Uh, go ahead. Go at ahead. times, I think at times we do water down our beliefs because mm-hmm. we want to cater to people's feelings instead of telling them mm-hmm. the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times people, you know, I, I, I'll call it out like Dice know, and Dice calls it out too as well. Listen, mm-hmm. I said, that's a demon. Let's be very yeah. clear. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, that spirit right there that's on you right now. No, that mm-hmm. ain't it. <laughs> that's right. You know, that's and, right. uh, you know, the first thing we always use as believers, oh, you judging me. You know what? I actually am to a certain mm-hmm. extent I am. And I can because we're in direct relationship with each other to hold each other mm-hmm. accountable. So there's going to yeah. be a judgment. And and mm-hmm. I always hate that judgment thing because that's the first thing everybody always talked about with judgment. But they don't say it when uh, they get that uh, when they sit down for that review trying to get that money at work. No. <laughs> you being judged on your performance all year round. Let's be very right. clear. Yeah, yeah, you don't have any issues uh, when no. he's, you know, your, your supervisor says, okay, you get the 3%, 5% quota, whatever it is, <laughs> right. you know. Yeah, right. yeah absolutely. When, when we get them Christmas bonuses, yeah, you, you get a little change. You ain't got no problem out of that. <laughs> but but when your brother in Christ come to you and say, listen, you out of pocket, you know you ain't supposed to be on Instagram liking them pictures. You know, you know all them, the dun the, the, the pictures and all them uh, females is half naked. Come on now. There ain't no accountability mm-hmm. in that. You're supposed to represent the body. You're supposed to be telling that sister, put some clothes on, sis. you more than just that image. So, and that's the flack I get. I always get that flack because I be calling my brothers out when I see them on IG. I'm like, come on now. I get it. You know, maybe she's an artist or whatever, whatever. But the, the, the pictures you liking, the, them, ain't, them suggested pictures <laughs> are sexual. Let's be very clear. The, right. Yeah, ain't nobody thinking about her singing right now. She ain't got no clothes on and she bent over twerking. No, no. Right. Yeah, somebody's thinking something sexual. Let's be very clear. Yeah, ain't no, ain't no, uh, yeah, I was thinking about church. No, no. What church? Church didn't go through my mind right Ooh. now. It's not that church. Let's be very clear. The, cl- the, cl- the clapping right there ain't, ain't the clapping we talking about Isn't with the tambourine. That- Let's be very clear. Okay? You preaching. You preaching. You preaching. No, no, no. I, just, I, just, I like to hold brothers accountable because this, the, no. the big thing with me is I used to be caught up in it. So I, you're talking to somebody who was caught up in strip clubs, who was caught up in being a womanizer, who was caught up in doing these things. And yeah. God delivered me. So now I try to speak life into my sisters that maybe don't understand you more than what your body tells you you are. Yeah. God got a gift in you. He want to use. Dice says it all the time. Come on. Dice shares her testimonies all the time on, on what God has done and, and everything he's done in her life and not how she's being used. Dice can. Re- there's not a woman in the world Dice can't relate to. She can give you a story and she's going to give you some scripture after to tell you God can do it <laughs> if you if you put the work in. 100%. This, no, um, can I tell you a story real ahead. quick? Yeah, go ahead. It goes to what you're saying. So my oldest daughter, Alexis, beautiful young lady, beautiful. I mean, she's she has her um, bachelor's in theology. She's getting her master's now, right? Yeah. So in high school, she wrote a book in high school so um, called So You're Living for Christ in High School, right? Mm-hmm. So that meant... Run you know, that back. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Run that back. Run that back. You said your daughter wrote a book in Heights. No, no, I, Dice, it might have went past you. I was trying to understand. Did I hear it clear? You, she's 16, you're saying she's 16, 17 years old, and she was already an author. Yep, yep. She that's wrote a, a book That's called, a sex story. That's a success story. Listen, shouts out to your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> she wrote a book called So You're Living for Christ in High School to encourage, you know, young people living for Christ in high school, right? Yeah. And, um... So, so guys didn't approach her and I was like, baby, don't get discouraged by that. Like they're not wasting their time with you. I was like, they know you're not going and they know you got a daddy who'll be up there. I said, so I said, so here's the other thing I said, but when you get to college, baby, it's a law of average. You finna get tried. 
right? Yeah. First week there, this joker try her. Um, and she was like, Dad, you're not lying. Like all these jokers trying her. So one dude, she mm-hmm. decided she wanted a date. So we have this okay. agreement. If they want to date you, they gotta meet me first. Meet me. Come on now. My daddy did the same and thing. Go ahead. She, and she agreed. So I said, I'm coming up there, tell him I'm gonna pick him up. We're gonna ride around. The dude gets in my car. Mr. Cole, man, I thank God for how you raised your daughter. She's a woman of God. She loves God. She this. We pray together. This and that. And I said, remember that when your penis get hard. <laughs> but I said the other word. I said I the D word. Right. Remember right. that. Remember that. Remember yeah. that when your pee get hard. I said, right, don't right, play right. with me. I said, you're right. 20 years old. When you saw her, you saw them hips and that butt. You did not yep. see no God. So quit playing with me. I said, now, if you come in here and you act right, she'll be the best thing that ever happened to you. I said, but if you play around, she's going to drop you. And guess what? He ended up getting dropped. No, that's real. That's real. I'm not. I'm 20. I've been 20. I said, bro, I've been 20. You're not going to flatter me. I don't think that I've always been saved or how I raised my daughter, how she is. No. Right. Uh Uh-uh. I've been 20. I had her when I was 21. So stop it. Stop it. You did not see God. You saw that right. hips and that butt. <laughs> so quit playing Jesus. with me. And he <laughs> you should have saw his face. He if he could run out of my car, he could have ran. But it shocked him back into reality. I was like, listen, don't play with me. Like this is serious. Like if you come in here and act right, she'd be the best mm-hmm. thing that ever happened to you. I said, but if you come in here being stupid, like she gonna drop mm-hmm. you. Like we mm-hmm. solid. And just so you know, anything you tell her, she's running it through me so I could tell her what you're really saying. Mm, I love it. I love it. Where did you get that? No, no, no. That's good. So I'm from a protective household. Focus and I talk about this old school uh, mentality a lot where, you know, if it was a problem, people went outside, wasn't nobody getting shot. It was just you got checked. You know, people will say whatever as soon as you came to the family function. Like, we're not hiding. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be what it's going to be. You know what I'm saying? My dad, uh, I never forget. I was 19 and he said, you better be on the porch by uh, 11. Dad, the movie don't start till ten thirty, so I need you on the porch by eleven. Okay, <laughs> like like it was it was just like whatever I say is what I say. But as I got older, I realized he just had a different insight of of yeah. what I was doing and going through. Like, had you always seen that about both of your kids or all of your children? Like, had you always had this type of, you know, like ah, see what's going on in their life, God? Because I'll be honest with you, these parents nowadays don't have that. 100%. Some of them don't. So so it was important to me to always be on my post. So here's the most important part. If you notice when I said I was praying, like I always take the I have a morning. I do the same morning routine every single day. Mm. I spend quiet time with God and I'm on my post. I'm plugged in. What does Aaron need? What does Alexis need? What does the love need? What are they dealing with? Lord, show me. Show me what they need to hear. Show mm-hmm. me what word I need to send them. Show me, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is. And I use also my village because sometimes mm-hmm. my voice can become, you know, they can mute my voice. Yeah. But I use my village. I talk about that in the book. It wasn't just mm-hmm. me raising Aaron Cole. It was my dad. It was my brothers. It was my sisters. Like, hey, mm-hmm. talk to your nephew about this. He's dealing with this. And I'm going to mm-hmm. give away one of my biggest secrets. Okay. Parents use this. All my kids watch my stories. So if something I want to put before their eyes, guess what I do? I put it in my stories. That's good. Come on. You got to use that's, all your tools. Really you got to use everything. So it's not always me telling them, hey, put mm-hmm. this up there. 
they're going to see this. Or when I have that moment, like most people don't know, I was a barber for 10 years. So from the time Aaron was born to maybe when he moved out, I cut his hair. So guess what? For that 30, 45 minutes, he in the chair, he can't move. I'm in that ear. I'm in that ear. I'm in that ear. So, so yeah, so that's where that comes from. Being, being on, I call it, I call it being on my post. So as a father, Uh I'm on my post. What's, what's that one thing you want, um, the, the, the readers to get, uh, out of, uh, you know, raising Aaron Cole, what's that one thing you would say, you know, when they read it from front to back, this is what I really wanted to, to tell you, everybody. Um, that you can read this book and get a formula, but what you can't get is the favor. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm going to run it back. So I give you the whole story, the formula, what we did. But there was a moment, our very first Dove Awards. Now, Aaron wasn't nominated. He wasn't performing. Nobody knew who he was. I was sitting in an arena by myself and I said, God, why us? And he Mm -hmm. said, I said, Lord, we haven't been as faithful as others. We haven't spent Mm -hmm. that much money as others. We haven't done this. We haven't done that. And he said, son, just enjoy my favor. Wow. And I said, I get it. I get it now. So I can give you a formula. I could tell you how we did it. But what the separating factor is God's favor. And that, and that's it. Well, listen, listen. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, the game will never be the same. No, uh, it won't. Aaron, and, th- and look, obviously through you and, and everything God has designed, um, music will never be the same. CHH will never be the same. And we thank you for setting that standard because that's where we've been lacking the whole the us and i'm talking about us and thh like we have been lacking because of a lack of standard like really people trying to reach and attain those high goals and you guys have done it very successfully and god bless you wish you the best i cannot wait to read this book and um i'm praying for more fathers like you you know who don't mind spending the time to groom you know what i'm saying spending the time to pour everything they have into their to their kids and um do it humbly too i mean you're boss too appreciate it you're boss so it's, it's important absolutely yeah it's a, listen it. kelly tell the people how they can uh you know pre-order the book um when the book releases how they can follow you and everything you do on all your social media platforms too as well so right now we're in the pre-order stage and during the pre-order stage i'm pre-ordering what's called the book bundle so you get the book okay you get the book raising aaron cole i created a workbook and then you also get what's called these two video trainings and one is called affirmations of a father. So I talk about the importance of a father affirming their children. And I also give you prayers to speak over your children. And then I give you another training called peak mental performance is one of the things that I apply to Aaron in my Mr. Kelly Cole boot camps. So you get that in video, audio and the PDF. And one of the last bonuses you get with the book bundle is I created something called fatherhood chats. Okay. And it's, it's interviews I did with fathers of superstar who have superstar children. So have y'all seen Creed three? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So the, the young man who played the young Creed, he goes by Papa J, right? Blowing up. If you haven't seen this kid, this kid is amazing. He's an actor, singer, rapper. Like he reminded me so much of Aaron that I had to talk to his father. So I interviewed him. Um, if you dice, I know you a um, NBA fan, Tim Hardaway. Come on now. So you know Come Tim on, Hardaway. All day. I do. 
And my so, cousin's Calvert Chaney, just so you know. Just throw that out there. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. He yeah. needs to do a book. He needs to do a book. Wizards. So, listen, done. Let me know. I'll send you that phone okay. number when we get off here. Keep going. Perfect. Hardaway. So I interviewed Tim Hardaway <laughs> about raising his son to be a superstar. And then Carlos mm-hmm. Boozer, who his son just won high school player of the year. Wow. I also um, working on a time to interview King Richards. I'm working on a time to interview Matthew Knowles. All of that's going to be a bonus as a part of the book bundle. Now, it's only available during this pre-order season. After the pre-order is up, the book drops on Father's Day weekend. You can no longer get all of that other stuff. You will only be able to get the book. So go to www.raisingaaroncole.com. Go there now to get the pre-order for the book bundle and you get all of that stuff with it. Listen, uh, we appreciate you, man, Mr. Kelly Cole. Uh, we definitely, uh, definitely shouts out to Aaron Cole too as well. We're excited. I can't wait to read uh, the book myself too as well. Uh, me and Dice will read it and uh, definitely want to talk more about it. Uh, listen, we appreciate you rocking with us. Uh, listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, we got to go to a quick break. We'll be back with more. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. Holy Culture, Holy Culture Radio. Healing, hope, and how-tos. Welcome back, family. You're tuned back into The Fix, your source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry right here on Holy Culture Radio. And it's time for our Real Talk Conversation. And uh, what we got going today, Dice, it's, you know, it's, you know, it's, 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 it's one of them things. I don't know. You know, I feel like they're going to, you know, I don't know if they're going to receive it or not. But what we got going today? Oh, man. Uh, well, we're going to talk about gaslighting today. And um, if you're a Christian, should you be doing this? So for, go ahead. So, no, no. For, so for for the listeners who may not know what gaslighting means, yeah. let's break that down real quick first. Because okay. she had to educate me too as well. I wasn't ready. Either. I wasn't ready. Okay. Yeah, gaslighting is a form of manipulation. You know, uh, when people want to use uh, psychological methods to control your behavior. So if we're talking from a spiritual perspective, it would be like a Jezebel spirit, spirit of control, you know, but if we're talking just in the natural sense, it's called gaslighting. And it's just when someone um, knows that they can say something to make you upset, or they can say something to have you question if you're even sane or not, you know, or to have you, your reality uh, shift by them questioning whatever's going on. Like, um, well, you know, if somebody says to you, you're just too sensitive. Mm. So when people do things like that, the reason normally why they're doing that is so that you will show your sensitivity so as to prove their point when they, you know, throw a jab or try to call out something in you to get a response. You know what I mean? So, or the, the go, go ahead. Wow. So uh, listen, you breaking that down. I just want to, yeah. So I I used to do this a lot. Pray oh, for Lord. me. I no seriously, <laughs> but but to, the way you broke it down, I didn't do it for that reason. I didn't do it to yeah. have the person continue to act that way. I wanted the person to change. So for instance, yeah. um, in sports, uh, unfortunately, you know, sometimes players we saw that were really good athletes, they were timid. So mm-hmm. we would say, "You too soft." Mm-hmm. So we would, you know what I'm saying, especially in basketball, yeah. you know, under the basket, you know what I'm saying, when mm-hmm. ain't nobody looking, give them that elbow, box them out a little bit. But we yeah. wasn't doing it to make them still be yeah. soft. We were doing it because we wanted them to get a little more aggressive and understand that, listen, you got to be a little tough at times playing these. Yeah. So that's interesting yeah. um, that you broke that down when you talk about gaslighting. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, you were trying to use it in a positive way so mm-hmm. that 
you know, or, or it was being used in a positive way. So a person would understand, hey, you got to shake that off. And we understand that. But the average gas lighter, um, they're very vindictive, you know, and they want mm-hmm. to see something come about. You know what I mean? And typically the gas lighters are people who are in the wrong, not people who are in the mm-hmm. right. It's usually okay. like you're overreacting like if you ask somebody hey why'd you come in the house at three o'clock in the morning you know you should have been home at eight i just you know you're tripping you're overreacting you know what i'm saying so it's like it's really a deflective type of conversation you know like anything so that the light isn't being uh, shined on them you know and the, the big one that people can identify with is this is so funny like people will be like you're crazy like when you say something that makes absolute sense but they're like you crazy you're crazy you're crazy what are you even thinking about it's like i'm not crazy i know i heard that you know what i'm saying <laughs> right i know i heard god say that i know i heard my in my spirit it don't feel right but so that you know people try to throw you off off track so they do that <clears throat> to make you question yourself you know like other people think you're crazy too other people think something's wrong with you too like because you gotta as a christian you gotta think why would i even say that to anybody you know why would i even put salt on the wound you know or anything anything like that that's not what we're supposed to do but some people are gas lighters and they don't even know that they're like this you know and it's usually the person at the family function who you like oh lord they always own one yes because they're always triggering and bringing up old things from the past or calling people out oh, this person is that this person's a liar this person's lazy this person's that and it's like you know that's not helpful it's not helpful pretty much a gas lighter they're not helpful and they're um trying to usually cover up something they have going on so like if so you- it's almost it's almost like a almost like a psychological abuse then right very much so yeah, yeah, no, I'm just thinking about it because I'm as you're talking, I'm like, this is off the hook. What listen, this is listen, I'm glad all our listeners are listening this morning. Focus is getting educated too this morning. Okay. So that's why I'm asking questions as the dicer goes along. So no, I'm getting this when you talk about psychological abuse and how people are trying to gain control. It's almost like we, we had that conversation last yeah. week about, you know what I'm saying, um, people trying to almost control your mind, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they they try to get you to feel con- confused or crazy. And this, this is crazy because this even happens in the workplace. You know, where you oh, see yeah. somebody, yeah, yeah. Oh, people, yeah. Are, people are Big getting time. promoted. Like Big maybe, time. Maybe one race, time. one race keeps getting promoted or one sex keeps getting promoted. And then you go and you bring it up and there's always an excuse. Oh, no, you know, Johnny or Joe or Susie. No, they just they're just more qualified or they just been here longer. or They just and it's just like the same excuses. But yet yeah, you're qualified. You've been there long enough, you know, and it's just something that, uh, you know, they'll make these little comments to make a person just pretty much go away. You know, like, ah, oh, that's not really what it is. That's not really what it downplay the scenario. That's not really what it is. Dismissive of the behaviors. Oh, don't feel like that. That's not really what it is. You know, like I said, you're being too sensitive or, uh, I think you're just all, manipulate, you're just manipulator. Yeah. I just, no, I just no. feel the manipulating spirit when no, you're saying yeah. that stuff. <laughs> oh, we, you know what? That's from the, that is from the devil. All my listeners who are doing that right now, yeah. stop it. <laughs> No, seriously, we we have to get better because you're absolutely right. And and, and I would argue this is probably happening amongst ministries, too, as well. Let's be very clear when you talk about power and how sometimes, unfortunately, uh, our flesh rises up when we're in a power position. Like you said, uh, at work, bosses, I can see this at, you know, ministries, some pastors, maybe some churches, church leaders 
taking mm-hmm. their power and, and using it and manipulating uh, the situation. So, yeah, we got to listen. We got to get better at this, Dice. Listen, mm-hmm. you didn't mm-hmm. open up a whole, listen, you didn't open up some Dice now. I'm yeah. going to be studying this now. You're going to be studying the gaslighting? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't familiar with it. When she first said it, I'm like, "What? okay, walk yeah. me through it. What, what does that mean? <laughs> gaslighting, because I never heard it. Ain't nobody, you know, nobody yeah. in my circle is saying gaslighting. Yeah, it's a form of manipulation. And a lot of people in abusive situations are being gaslit. Like, um, And it, it really happens in a like a male-female relationship where uh, a guy is really being aggressive with a woman or maybe even abusive to his wife. And then at, after the situation's over, the person will say, well, it's your fault. You shouldn't have made me mad. You shouldn't have said that. And it's just like this constant redirect of I'm not going to own where I am. I'm going to always come back and put it on you. You're too sensitive. I didn't say it like that. You're paranoid all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's just, it's unfortunate, but yeah, that's the terminology for it. It happens a lot. Like, like you were saying, you can see it happening in ministries, but it definitely happens in business and schools and things like that. And even for people who grew up poor, you know, like they've been gaslit a lot, you know, throughout their life where somebody might've called them out and been like, look at your shoes, you know what I'm saying? Or or look Mm. what you got on or, you know what I'm saying? And people do that just to get a, a rise out of a person and a reaction. And some people actually enjoy doing this. And I, I can sit here and definitely mentally grab some people in my mind and in my family like, yeah, th- this is a part of their, their their thing. They love doing this. Just love irritating people. So Sound, sound like, listen, sound like our government. You don't, you don't want me to go on one, do you? Yeah, the more and more you talk about this, it sounds like our government abusing us at times. I'm just being honest. Well, it happens a lot on, uh, nationally. Uh, and Especially in politics. Let's be very clear. Oh, my goodness. That's all they do. Now, listen, I'm glad you now said it now. Now, sense. I can be, yeah, I can be, uh, you know, said uh, proper when I when I say my things, when uh, these yeah. races come up now. <laughs> oh, you gaslighting me, huh? That's what you're yeah. doing. You're gaslighting yeah. me, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's some, and honestly, there are a lot of uh, racist people who do this, you know, to provoke you. Like, uh, and, I've seen this a lot on uh, online. Like if something happens with uh, black on black crime in the comments, you'll see, yeah, you guys are just killing each other. You know, like there's this sense of, yeah, this is what y'all do, you know? And the person is really doing that to get a reaction from everybody that's online, you know, concerning whatever they want, you know? So if somebody comes back and they're like, Hey, can you just jump off the post with your negativity? And they will be like, well, when are you guys going to stop, you know, killing each other, you know, like just to deflect, mm-hmm. you know, and then mm-hmm. they want to put up a stat and stuff like this, but it's called gaslighting. Like anytime you're trying to provoke a negative thought, from a person or deflect from what's really going on. Yeah, you call gaslight. I'm glad you brought up that politics thing because that's all they do. That's all they do. And listen, now that I'm thinking about it too as well, uh, the enemy did this to Eve in the garden. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah, let's be, let's be very, yeah, yeah, let, let, let's be very clear. The serpent really gaslight Eve to eat the fruit from the tree. She wasn't, she knows she wasn't supposed to touch that fruit. She didn't let the serpent get all in her ear. You know, you know, did God really say you can't eat that? Yeah, he did. But you're going to act like, you know, Eve going to act like he didn't. No, no, no. He told you, you know, and Adam, don't touch nothing over here. Okay. You got everything here. This tree right here is, uh, you know, for, listen, leave it alone. To your point, here come the yeah. serpent all yeah. in her ear, gas lighting her up. And yeah. she didn't ate that fruit. And Lord, but listen. Yeah. I always wonder what would happen if we would have had that perfect world that God wanted for us if there was no sin. Oh man, it'd be great. I do. 
No, that's good though. I'm glad you brought this up, Dice, because you're right. That's right. the serpent definitely gaslighted Eve. Yeah, and yeah. uh, you know, go read that in Genesis for and you. That's right got, there in Genesis. She gaslit then she went and gaslit Adam. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, it's all it's always a lie, and it's it's usually always an attack. And it's typically done so a person will doubt themselves or second guess themselves or be blind to what's really going on in the situation. Yeah. So Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tapped into the fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. Listen, we got to go to a break. Uh, we coming back with this with more on uh, Gaslighting. That's the Real Talk topic today. Keep it locked. You're tuned into the fix. And the fix is in. Welcome back, family. You tap back into the fix right here on Sirius XM Channel 154 with DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. And uh, we're in the middle of our Real Talk conversation. Dice is just educating me on gaslighting today. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I got some other choice words that I would use yes. for it, but uh, I'm, I'm no, no, I'm gonna let Dice live, and she's educating me. So this is a teachable moment for all our listeners. It's okay for you to learn something too, as well. That's the beautiful thing about this. So once again, um, let, let, let's let's hop right back into this gaslighting yeah. conversation, Dice. Yeah, yeah. No, the average gaslighter, um, it's definitely about power and control. They want to be right, you know, and they want others to doubt themselves. And um, gaslighting happens in all type of settings. And it's just um, it's just a form of control, you know, highly, highly controlling. We wanted to control everything. And uh, it stems from low self-esteem. So the person has learned to be manipulative of others by calling out other people's flaws so mm. that they can so that they can get the light off of them and what they really are doing and it is abusive you brought that up i'm glad you brought that up it is definitely mental abuse um a gaslighter like if um say there's a toxic relationship going on where the guy is very protective of the girl and anytime a guy kind of looks at the girl he goes off and, and maybe fights another guy and then later on the girl's like why are you like that and he's like i did it because i love you i did it because i love you you know and it's it's just twisted deflection so instead mm. of instead of the guy saying i know i have a problem i have an anger issue i have trust issues i need to work on my thing it's like no i did it because i love you you know what i'm saying i'm protecting you and it's just to really mentally control the you know the person they're with so if one way to tell if you're being gaslit is if you always feel like you're crazy you know or something's off when you're with somebody else or they're always saying things that don't add up like the audio don't match the video this is pretty much how you know somebody is is gaslighting you where you know it's not true but they keep on saying it is like or you see somebody actually do something and they're just denying that they're doing it so um yeah yeah and they maybe want you to apologize you know but uh listen if you've ever been gaslit at the doctor this is a big one go get another opinion you know, I don't know if you've ever been in a situation before, like, but well, you want a second opinion. I mean, yeah. Like you'll go there. Oh, nothing's wrong. Or, oh, no, that can be because of A, B and C. You know, it's like I came here because I feel a type of way, you know, <laughs> but I can't I can't keep coming back here. and You keep telling me nothing's wrong. Like I need you to run the test. I keep telling you, I, you know, this is happening. That's happening. But don't gaslight me just to get me up out of your office quick, you know, or, you know, to make this appointment short because you don't feel like doing what you should do. And uh, yeah, same thing. Same thing for kids. Oh, oh, you just don't want me to be happy. No, it's not that I don't want you to be happy. It's just I want you to do A, B, and C. You know, like mm. stop trying to twist this thing and and make me overreact. You know what I'm saying? Like you're trying to provoke me. So yeah, relationships like this are not are not very good ones. And I know you got some 
Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna put some Bible on this thing. Yeah, yeah, let's put some Bible on this thing because yeah. you know, they, you know, they always talking about that we giving our opinions. You know, yeah, the, the Word of God says uh, in Philippians two, three mm. to four, uh, do nothing from selfish ambitions or conceit, but in mm. humility, uh, but in humility, count others more significant than yourself. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Um, Romans uh, twelve and three. For by the grace of God given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, mm -hmm. but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. And, and, and to your point, absolutely. When you talk about people manipulating, when you talk about people trying to control, mm -hmm. listen, and get in your Bible and listen yeah. for the believers. Now, the, I'm, I'm talking about for the believers yeah. that are doing this. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you get your Bible yeah. out and uh, understand these things. Listen, one more Romans 12 and 10. Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Listen, I'm big on this. Mm -hmm. I always say um, how you treat people, it'll show. Like you can't treat people bad and think you're going to get, um, you know, something good in return. That's not how it works. Right. And then, not, and not only that, um, when we talk about accountability, I always argue for believers who see people struggling and sin, you should be able to try to help them and meet them where they are. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I tell my brothers all the time, um, on social media that, uh, you know, are caught up in this sexual web of, you know, girls, you know, ladies and women always twerking and over-sexualizing themselves. I say, man, instead of liking them pictures, instead of, you know, continue to fight in that sinful nature, knowing you're a believer, how about you tell sis she more than that? How about mm -hmm. you DM and say, sis, you know, you might be the first man to tell her she's more than just sex. She's more than just twerking. She can do something. Mm -hmm. She can be positive. She can do something else totally different than entice or try to sell sex or whatever the perversion that she's putting out. Cause that's all perversion. And we know that's a trick of the enemy to keep us locked in that bondage of some type of sexual perversion to where we're out of, let's be very clear. I talk about it all the time, especially in the black home. Yeah. We, we, we need to probably stop having sex if you ain't married. Okay. We having too many babies out of wedlock and we got all these black families that don't have men at the, in the house. And I mm -hmm. speak uh, boldly about it because I always talk to men. I say, you know, you need to you need to figure out what you want to do. You yeah. okay? You done had a baby with her. You done had a baby with her. You done had a baby with her. So now that's three homes that you are a part of, but you can't be in but one at one time. Let's be very mm -hmm. clear. Mm -hmm. So how does that look for the kid? I, I really, I really feel a kid needs to grow up in a household with the father and the mother. I do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know that's not ideal. I know the world tells you not to do that, but th that's the problem. You, you brought it up uh, one time, Dice, when you talked about uh, statistics of uh, the Puerto Rican and Hispanic uh, uh, yeah. culture. No, no, when they have babies uh, uh, yeah, yeah, with yeah. with whoever, no, they married. They, yeah, no, no, yeah. this is it. Yeah, we, they ain't going gonna nowhere else. Right. <laughs> We're going to have 14 <laughs> kids because it's going to be us. Yeah. And, and, and they're going to be happy whether yep. they got a lot of money or they ain't got no money at all. That's right. That's right. And that man is there. So I'm always asking black men to stop it with having all these different babies. And, and God, listen, bless his life. Mm -hmm. But no, I do not agree with Nick Cannon. So yeah, if you got that Nick Cannon principle, yeah, you tripping. No, 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 yeah, Nick, you stop it. We are not living in those times, Nick. I know Nick thinks he's some type form of a king to a certain extent, which we all, I say kings and queens too as well, but not to the extent that I think I we're living in Old Testament times where I'm supposed to have 10 wives. No, yeah, no that's no. that's not our reality today. You can't, yeah, no. That's no, a lot, that's a lot of birthdays and holidays you're gonna miss. Man, that birthdays and holidays. That's a lot. I don't even want to manage all that. I mean, listen, <laughs> listen, if you have a real relationship with your spouse, that's enough. 
Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to have four or five different situations. You talk about the, men, the, uh, the, the the mental state you need to be in. When yeah. you talk about the dedication you need to dedicate to that household and that woman or that man, stop it. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah, yeah. stop yeah. it. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I'm sure with some gaslighting going on in every relationship uh, concerning <laughs> like things like that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, especially that servitude type of uh, mentality. Yeah, yeah you're going to have to do some gaslighting to get people to really serve you in that way. But um, no, this is uh, it's some manipulation going on in the world. And typically um, people get hurt. You know, people get hurt when, when gaslighting is going on. And sometimes people don't realize it's happening until after the fact. Like it's a relationship they got out of, and they're like, "Man, I can't." It's so funny. Like we hear stories all the time of controls that have been put on people um, in relationships over here. Like, "Hey, you can't go there. You can't shop there. Or we're not. We don't buy stuff from there. Or we're not." And it's like, "What are we talking about? What are we talking about?" So, if you feel like you've been gaslit, you can definitely change the perspective and, and turn this thing on its on its head by telling the person I, I understand how you feel but that's not really what's going on here or I heard what you said but that's not the truth you know I know you call me crazy once a week but I just want you to know I'm not crazy you know and I've been paying attention and this is what's going on so pretty much you got to cast down every thought idea or imagination concerning this gaslighter and you really have to um, call, call a duck a duck and, and speak the truth you know, like right there in the moment. So the person understands they can't keep controlling you like that. you provoking you like that. You know, like if they're keeping count of all your wrongs and then they constantly bring it up at the end of that argument just to really top off that argument and have you walk away feeling powerless and upset, you know, and hurt and confused and damaged once again. So if you have somebody that they keep bringing up your past, they're a gaslighter. And, and let's be let's, let's be very clear too as well for the ones who have been abused mm-hmm. um, and in your mental state is not not right. Let's be very clear. Go get the counseling you need. Yeah, because you need to heal from that. Yeah. Let's be very clear because I can see this. You brought up narcissists, and I know what narcissists. I talked to so many of them jokers. Lord help me, uh, mm-hmm. God. I think God got a sense of humor because He always sending me these narcissist mm-hmm. men my way to be uh minister mm-hmm. to and i'm thinking like mm-hmm. god you know i can't stand these jokers mm-hmm. i can't stand this arrogant spirit of mm-hmm. wanting to control somebody manipulate spe- yeah. specifically women let's be very clear because uh you know god is always sending it seems like th- those type of narcissist uh men mm-hmm. in my path and it's a struggle i th- this is when you know god is using you because mm-hmm. yeah, I promise you, my flesh be riding up, and I'll be like, nope, shut up. That ain't the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. God, what you want me to say? And then it never fails. He always mm-hmm. gives me something to minister to these men. And majority of them, I'm, you know, God is able to break through right away. And then some mm-hmm. of them is just more of a process. Mm-hmm. And, and won't God test you that way and, and work your patience like that? You know, y'all be, y'all be careful when you guys ask to be a part of being served. Uh, I mean, used uh, to serve in ministry mm-hmm. because depending on what ministry you become or mm-hmm. be a part of, mm-hmm. God will push you to some new levels that you weren't even ready for. Because I mm-hmm. promise you, I never asked for it. It just seemed like they all just started to kind of mm-hmm. come to me, Dice. You know, you ever feel yeah. that way, Dice? You've been you've been yeah. you've been somewhere, and just people always come to you and just start having conversations with you, and then before you know it, God is using you to minister to that person. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I typically never even know because that's not why I got in the conversation was to be used. So, but God does that quite often, quite often. And it's exciting. 
to reflect on it when it's when it's over with. But I'm focused. Um, I appreciate us going over this gaslighting uh, talk today. Um, and I wanted to say one more before we walked out of here. Uh, gaslighting and Christianity because you talked about it in ministry. Um, be encouraged Ooh. for those of you who want to preach and teach and talk to people about Jesus because you do have some quote unquote seasoned Christians who will try to say, well, what school did you go to? Uh, where's your license? Uh, how long, mm. you, how long you been saved? How long you been saved? And these are gaslighters. So it's like, if, if you really feel God prompting you to talk to people, prompting you to share your message or your testimony, please do so. Like there, there's, there's, there's nothing that says you can't uh, give a word, you know, in, in that, in your due season. So it's like, if you feel the spirit of God leading you, go ahead go ahead but don't don't be gaslit by people who have been doing it longer uh, than you have you know and they're like disqualifying you from actually speaking up and saying something concerning the things of god don't don't fall for that please don't, don't fall, fall for it don't fall for that, that that's good dice listen dj focus dice gamble we go to a quick break we're coming back with closing thoughts keep it locked you're tuned into the fix and the fix is in Holy Culture Radio is operated by the CoreLink Solution, a 501c ministry dedicated to empowering people to reach their potential. If you feel led to contribute to this mission, visit www.holyculture.net slash donations. Welcome back. Welcome back. You're tuned back into The Fix, your source of faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry with DJ Focus and Dice Gamble. And um, listen, this was a great conversation we had today, uh, Dice for our real talk conversation on gaslighting. I, I appreciate you educating me on it. Mm. Um, I had some other choice words that I called it. I wouldn't call them the gaslighting. Mm. Um, but I appreciate you uh, giving me, you know what I'm saying, the, the, the proper term to use. That's right. When That's I'm in right. a professional setting, when I'm talking to That's my like peers, and you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, right. you know, I'm just saying. It's yeah. funny because I feel like, uh, I, you know, I, politicians have been doing this forever. So yeah. I feel like this is crazy that we talked about gaslighting today. Yeah, it happens. It happens in, uh, you know, business and houses and relationships uh, at churches. You know, it, it is a form of psychological manipulation. And the person who distributing all the gaslighting comments, they're abusive and they're seeking to gain power and control. And it's unfortunate that these people exist, but they are real people out here who have nothing else to do but to try to uh, offend you. You know what I'm saying? And, and constantly telling you that you are the problem and that nothing, you know, they ain't doing nothing wrong. So it's it's unfortunate that people will provoke you intentionally to get a response out of you or a rise out of you or to cause hurt or to bring up the past to try to hurt you. But these are real people. So I'm glad we went over it today, gave some tips on how to shut that down, you know, and just be very dismissive on that and rebuke the devil. You know, like we, we, we got to learn to rebuke thoughts. And I shout out to Pastor Benny Foster. Um, focus because one time we were um, ha somebody was praying over us this was at uh, Now Faith was the name of the church Atlanta Georgia and I went to um, preacher was his name and I said man these guys were praying and I really just didn't receive what they was praying because it kind of felt like their prayer was a little attackish attack I don't know if you ever had somebody pray like they knew what was going on or something and, or they try to put something on you and I told him I said man I really didn't agree with that prayer and he said well while they're praying you need to rebuke it and you need to say I don't receive that I don't receive that mm. and I said I never had anybody tell me that I could do that in the middle of while somebody was praying for me so that I wouldn't get that seed so my spirit you know 
And I and I, and I thank God for him because he was like, yeah, no, he said, as soon as you hear something and it don't align with your spirit or you can tell it's off, you you got to say, I don't receive that. I did not receive that. You know, in Jesus name, I don't receive that because you have that power, you know, the power of life endeavors in our tongue. But whatever we actually take in and ingest, we we accept that. So if somebody's like, yeah, I want to, you know, I'm going to pray against your spirit of lust that you keep carrying. If you know you don't have that spirit of lust, you be like, yeah, I, I rebuke that. You know, I don't receive that. And so I thank God that he taught me how to do that from a from a ministry standpoint when people are gaslighting you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and yeah, it's, 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 it's odd to say that people will pray and try to gaslight you. But I know you you and I both know there are those Christians out there who try to gaslight you. You know what I'm saying? Um, through prayer and it's unfortunate but listen y'all better rebuke them demons you better in Jesus name hallelujah in Jesus name rebuke them demons not today gaslight <laughs> mm-hmm. that's why you know you, you need to continue to grow when you talk about spiritual warfare and understand how spirits work because yeah. I do I do believe spirits are jumping in and out of us all oh, the yeah. time yeah. even as believers yeah. so you're absolutely right you got to pray them spirits off of spirits people off. Let's be very clear. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, Mm -mm. that spirit gotta go. Like even when you see that thing on somebody, mm -mm. no, I gotta go. Like you can't stay here. No, you you can't stay here. Yeah, you gotta go. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, shouts out to our brother, Mister Kelly Cole. Um, that was a great uh, spiritual detox today. Uh, listen, he has uh, raising Aaron Cole uh, for purchase. Forgive me, pre-order right now. It is dropping uh, Father's Day weekend. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I love the conversation of him just sharing the journey of him setting it up. Let's be very clear. Um, he saw something very early in his son. Mm-hmm. He saw that he had artistic gifts mm-hmm. that really could go to the next level. And then, you know, he said once he saw that Aaron was dedicated to it, he said, mm-hmm. OK, if you want to be dedicated to this, yeah. if you do X, Y and Z. You take care of business in these areas. I'll take care of business in the other areas and I'll show you how to do this on a professional level. And um, listen, we we know uh, we have the singing, the rapping, the producing Aaron Cole writer right now that does it all. Like he's nothing he doesn't do. He's in the CCM realm. He's in the pop realm. He's in the hip hop realm. He writes, you know what I'm saying? Listen, he was saying he was writing a song every day. So listen, that's and and, and early. So uh, shouts out to, uh, like I say, Mr. Kelly Cole. Listen, go to his social media uh, page for all the information on how you can pre-order Raising Aaron Cole. Let's go ahead and support. Let's continue to support uh, Kingdom Brands. Uh, let's continue to uh, make sure uh, it's strength in numbers. We come together and we support each other's brands. There's nothing we can't do. So uh, definitely want to shout him out. Listen, uh, you know where all roads lead to uh, May 12th and May 13th, don't you, Nice? Nashville, Tennessee, okay? Nashville, Tennessee, please. The legendary, iconic CC Winans is having her second uh, generational live women's conference in Nashville, Tennessee. It's going down May 12th and May 13th. Listen, this it's 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 this is there's an all-star cast of speakers, artists, and and, and even performers that are going to perform at this mm-hmm. event. Um, mm-hmm. it's going to be a concert. She has a book too as well. Um, that is attached to this, uh, believe for it, passing on faith to the next generation. Um, that just speaks to her mother, herself and her daughter and that generational relationship. So, you, you, you know, you definitely want to support that. And the women's conference is going to be off the hook. Um, uh, I am so excited because yes, my wife and my daughter are going. So I'm excited for them to go, uh, be able to experience these two days to be poured into, 
to praise and worship to mm-hmm. get a chance to get a copy of the book yeah. um so i'm just excited so listen shouts out to cc winans uh, for putting on this conference this is our second year doing it go to cc winans uh social media pages for all the links for you to listen it's selling out too as well so if you're really trying to pull up yeah yeah you're hearing my voice right now you should be uh on google right now right, uh, looking yeah getting them tickets for the generation live conference uh, like I say, it's going down Nashville, Tennessee, May 12th and May 13th. So yeah, you you want to get it? Don't don't say you uh, couldn't get there. But for those who can't make it, I believe there is a virtual yeah. option too as well. Absolutely. So you can stream it too as well. But yes, please go to uh, C- uh, official uh, uh, ccwines.com mm-hmm. uh, to uh, get all the information you need because uh, it's going to be a powerful, powerful event. Listen, oh, yeah. she's iconic. She's legendary. You talk about 15 Grammy Awards, 31 Grammy nominations, 27 doves, 15 mm-hmm. stellars. Listen, mm-hmm. she's the son for, listen, majority of our mamas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Winans families has been a blessing for mm-hmm. years and years. Her and mm-hmm. BB, as well as their brothers, stop mm-hmm. it. You know, it's yeah. so, yeah, Let, yeah let's no. be very clear. She's an iconic legend. Um, yeah. I, I think she's the all-time uh, leading female in gospel music like selling artists right yeah she is and it's insane and if you guys want to make sure you're there hey go to compassionlive.com okay events but this is going to be a bethel world outreach at 5670 granny white pike and this is brentwood tennessee and you can like you said focus you can get your virtual tickets and you can also buy in-person tickets, but you don't want to miss Dr. Anita Phillips, uh, Don Cherie, Jackie Hill Perry, Nicole C. Mullen, Ashley Phillips, Dolores Winans, and Naomi Rain. Like you said, it's going to be absolutely amazing. So three different generations uh, of women coming together to worship God uh, over two days. And their goal is to restore, reconnect, and revive the hearts of women. So if you want a seat in that room, please go ahead and get your tickets because you, I'm sure you, you don't want to miss it. And if you're in the area, show up. Show up and support. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to bless your life. Listen, we need y'all to go out and be great today, kings and queens. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we'll continue to show the love of Christ. Continue to get better. Uh, you, you know those things you struggle with. Um, mm-hmm. we, we always have these transparent talks here on The Fix. Mm-hmm. Listen, as you wake up in the morning, your prayer life, not only pray about it, but start to try to stop the behavior stop mm-hmm. the sinful thing whatever that thing is you know god is trying to free you from and cause you to do something different come on you, you get another day get another opportunity today to resist uh that temptation to resist maybe that sinful desire so let's continue to fight each and every day as we pick up our cross every day uh to live this life uh for our lord and savior jesus christ we tell you all the time your life is not your own <laughs> you were you were meant uh for somebody else to see the ministry on you uh, so let's go be great today. Hey, that's our time. We will be back tomorrow. Stop playing Tiptoe Tuesday. You already know another uh, great uh, spiritual detox we're going to have, as well as, uh, yeah, dice going to take y'all to church. Yeah. You, you ain't ready for the conversation tomorrow. I ain't even ready. Okay, she talking about, uh, yeah, yeah, you just tap in. I ain't going to tell you. As always, remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus Christ is always the answer. Kingdom advancement should always be the goal. The fix is in. We out. Peace, y'all.